This is the Credit Union Leadership Podcast with Mike Neal, Executive Director and Founder of Service Star Consulting. Service Star has been helping credit unions grow for over 20 years in three growth areas leadership development, cultural development, and management development. If you're interested in learning how Service Star can help your credit union, check out servicestarconsulting.com. Today's producer is myself, Scott Albrecht, AVP of Sales and Training. It's our third season, and episode one talks about welcoming a new hire and setting expectations. Mike, take it away. Hi, everybody. It's Mike Neal. I want to welcome you to season three, episode one of the Credit Union Leader podcast. So it's great to be back with you, and you might notice we're doing this a little bit different. We actually are going video this time. So you can listen to it if you want to. With the faces that you see on your screen, that might be advisable. But if you'd like to actually do video, we're going to give you that option now. So I want to take time to introduce to you the newest member of the Service Star Consulting team, Mr. Scott Albrecht, who is our Assistant Vice President of Training and Sales. And so he's just started with us. I'm super excited for you to get to know him. You're going to be seeing a lot of him as he works a lot with our coaches and a lot with our Vertex Management Training Program and Service Star as well. So, Scott, welcome to the team. Hey, thanks again, Mike. I appreciate it. And one of the things that I have been able to do over the years is um, podcasts. Actually, one of the, the neat things about coming to the organization is I was, I was implementing some of the things that you had taught because of the podcast. Uh, I started listening to uh, M&A podcasts uh, previous uh, to this podcast. So thanks again for getting your content out there. And I'm excited to, to keep it going with a warm welcome. So season three, episode one, we're going to talk about onboarding new hires because, well, I'm a new hire at uh, Service Star <laughs> Consulting. So what better topic to start off season three with? Mike, I wanted to start off picking up where you left off, season two, episode two. You were talking in the managing of the messy middle uh, about how you could actually onboard the people, but never really set that expectation right off the bat. And how the number one thing that people uh, admire or say that is the best thing you ever taught them uh, was actually sitting down with employees day one and going over uh, what makes them tick and what what makes an, an effective uh, employee at that organization. Can you talk a little bit more about onboarding and how to warmly welcome an employee, but also set those expectations up front? Yeah, I mean, I, I think people really want to know what a good job looks like. Now, there's two kinds of employee onboarding. We typically think of new employee onboarding being what HR is doing with forms and paperwork and all those documents you've got to get. That, that's fine. But let's talk about you as a manager onboarding someone onto your team after all that's been done. You know, welcome to the credit union. Here's your benefits. They're going to join your team. Your team is an organism. It has a dynamic already. And so someone is going to come in and they're going to change that dynamic. Remember, if you've got a team, if you've got a team that has 12 members or less, you change one piece of that dynamic, you've got a new team. So if it goes unattended. Now, there's certain things that they're going to bring to it, personality and uh, knowledge and skills, but you can't just have who you are as a team redefined by whoever you just brought in. There are certain things that they have to assimilate into that are non-negotiables. 
they need to know that up front. So for me, when I would meet with a new employee, there were certain things that I talked about. And for every manager, they're going to be a little bit different. I mean, you know, Scott, uh, you know me, I've got certain proclivities and certain things that you can almost begin to know he's going to say this now because I'm very predictable. So there's certain things that as a manager, I know it makes me crazy if an employee does them or doesn't do them. No problem. Most of you know, it makes me crazy. Now, wherever that person was working, that may have been perfectly fine. How are they going to find it out if I don't orient them? Uh, yeah, uh, no problem, uh, uh, Scott. We don't say it. Uh, oh, what what I do? No problem. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I know it's my pleasure. I'm happy to help you, of course, but not no problem. Oh, okay. What have I done? Shock treatment. Eh. How do you learn? How many times do I shock you? Eh, eh, eh. Until you can't take it anymore. And so the idea is if I establish up front, hey, you coming into work late, to me is not so much a violation of the human resource policy, but it's a lack of respect for the team and the work that you're doing. So be on time to work. In those rare instances where you're not gonna be on time, don't text me, call. Let me know where you're at, when you'll be there and why you're late. You know, it's not no problem, it's my pleasure. It, you know, here's your options. You know, don't ever say anything about a coworker that you're not saying to their face. So there's certain things I go into managing the messy middle. You learn more about these certain things, but those need to be established early so the employee knows what does a good job look like with regard to those unwritten rules. One of the, and one of the things that a new employee is looking for right out the gates is, did I make the right decision? How do uh, tying these kind of behavioral expectations uh, to performance uh, help an employee know they made the right decision? How does it make them look at their new coach uh, boss in a, in a light that helps build that trust? Well, what's going to create um, engagement for an employee is meaning and relevance, right? So how important am I to this team? How important am I to the mission? How do I live out that mission? What are the things that I do? It's being caught doing things right. It's being recognized. So many people are not recognized uh, for their contributions. You know, hey, you did a good job on your first day. You know, here's the things that I saw you really, really do well. Here's some things you could do different tomorrow. So even within that, you know, I, I'm connecting with work. I'm complimenting them. I'm catching them doing it right. Um, and, you know, rather than the typical thing, hey, any problems today? Okay, good, good. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Take it easy. Have a good one. You know, and then off we go. We just rinse and repeat. But it, it is catching people doing things right. It is making sure that they understand their connection how important it is their interactions with a member, with a team member, uh, to the mission, connecting those dots so there's no mystery there. And now I know I'm part of something. I'm part of something. And I think I'm going to turn it back to you, Scott. One of the things I think that you did really well as a branch manager and if you want to know more about Scott's bio, you can go right onto our website. So we're not going to take five minutes to go over his extensive bio, but it is impressive. And you guys are going to learn a lot from Scott because of the wealth of information he has in roles that you're currently in right now as an award winner, by the way, 
multiple time award winner. I'll brag on him. He won't brag on him. He's very humble. I, you know, I'm not humble, but I won't be humble for him either. So, but it's this idea that one of the things I think you did really well is create a fun environment. And, and so I'd like to talk with you and have you share with me how you brought fun into the workplace so that your new employee said, I made the right decision because this is not like anywhere I've ever worked before. So what are some of the things that you did? Yeah. Uh, well, I think an important aspect of a new hire is um, they left an organization. Maybe you recruited that person, right? In my case, you know, that was a, that was a good opportunity for me. So I took it. Uh, but in a lot of times, Gallup surveys show that they leave the manager, they leave who they were reporting to because of a lack of what you just talked about, right? That, um, that buy into the overall missional purpose uh, that they were disengaged. The manager had a lot to do with it. So as a manager, we got a lot of, got a, weight, a lot of weight on our shoulders to be able right. to engage the member, uh, engage the employee right off the bat. And guess what? The best time to engage an employee is actually when they first start, they already are kind of drinking the Kool-Aid. And so um, how do you keep that going is I think, in strength-based leadership, which is something that Gallup came up with, um, it talks about interviewing the employee after the interview and kind of going over uh, who's who's your mentor, who's the best mentor you had. I know, Mike, you did, you've done this exercise before. Who's the best mentor you had? And then, you know, what was it about that that manager that you 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 liked? And so kind of what, what I like to do is uh, make sure that I'm not the person they're leaving uh, the organization from where they just came from, uh, that I'm the one that they're listing as, as, as the one that they like. And it's the people that keep them held to higher standards for performance and get the most out of their performance. You talk about coaching to actually implement skills. The hardest thing as a new hire is you're going to have new things thrown at you and implementing those new things is hard. It's painful. Um, it's, it's not fun. And so you need a coach that's going to be able to show you what you're doing well. That in and of itself, I think, is going to, to get a positive environment. Specifically, uh, one way that I've engaged employees, though, is with the game of Monopoly. I was in the credit union business. So as a manager, we uh, we were the banker. And so uh, it was a fun way to open up every single day to get 20 fake monopoly dollars for whatever credit cards uh, we opened that day. And it, it was also an, a time for our, our team to be engaged with that new employee, welcome them warmly and let them know that, you know, we, we, we accept them into our family. And, and most credit unions have smaller teams at that branch level. I had a team of three people. So like you had said, um, when you have a team that's small like that, a new entry that's huge, right? That's that's critical mass as far as you know as uh, how, how that team functions, and and you'd mentioned the dysfunctions of a, of a team and, and how if one member gets entered in and that that's twenty to thirty percent change, you need to actually look at building trust, having healthy conflict. Those are the types of things that you guys talk about in a lot of the trainings um, that I that I'm now excited to train on and uh, and share with uh, the credit union industry. Yeah, I like what you said about setting high standards because I think the knack reaction is we're, we're throwing so much on them, you know, let's go have much expectation. Here's my thought. They're on 90 days of probation. Think about when you think, Scott, think about when you were dating the woman who has become your wife. I promise you, it's the best you ever look. It's probably the best you ever look the best your hair was ever come, the best you ever dressed. Because every time you went out with her, you were trying to say, hey, I'm the guy. 
I'm the guy for you. Now, what happens afterwards, I'll let you decide. You can all vote on how you handle things in your own marriage. But probably you wouldn't say, oh, no, I'm the best now. I, you know, it, it's probably not. The, to me, an employee is never going to show you more about who they are on the most positive side in that first 90 days. So if you've got somebody coming into work late in that first 90 days, it's not going to be better day 91. You've got somebody who's not cross-selling day 70, it's not going to be better day 91. You've got somebody who's not getting along with their coworkers, it's not going to be better day 91. It's not that, oh, they've just got so much on them, it's so hard, there's so many things, there's so much to adjust to. Hey, chill out. The bottom line is they know, you can literally look at them in that first 90 days and go, I'm just going to let you go. Take it easy. And you're out. So this idea that they're somehow going to get better day 91 is so off track. Yeah. So we're talking about onboarding employees. If we're doing the right things up front, setting high expectations, what does a good job look like, catching them doing it right, connecting with their work and the mission, all the things we've talked about so far, how are they performing? How are they performing? Do you want to keep somebody, and I have so many people to say this, Scott, well, I've already got so much invested in them. Uh, but what's the return? And what will be the return? And what is your commitment to your credit use mission and to your member? Do you have a new employee-centered workplace? <laughs> I mean, nobody says, oh, we have a new employee-centered workplace where we put time into them. We don't want to let them go because it's just so much work on our part. No, we have a member-centered workplace or an other-centered workplace. So what is their impact on others, including the coworkers, the members? If it's not where it needs to be day zero through 90 after you've done all your stuff right, probably not going to be better day 91. So realize that that new employee onboarding works both ways. It's their chance to judge you and your chance to judge them. And let's make no mistake about that. Yeah, I got to <laughs> What day am I on? I got to check my calendar here. You're on uh, day so two, brother. You. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really think about that while we were having this conversation. I was just kind of uh, riffing there. So now I just made Scott super nervous. But the, no, the, the, my, the, my camera's, I, this is my camera. My face is actually. Uh, yeah, you're not sweating. Yeah, you have a beautiful glow on your forehead now. That's great. So, but I mean, am I right? I mean, think about yeah. yourself as a manager, not as, your, as an employee, a new employee of Service Star. Think about yourself as a manager. Is that not true that we kind of get addicted to? I put so much work into it, I don't want to start over again. I, yeah, we. And so the temptation when you're hiring is to compromise. Um, sometimes you're in markets. I opened a new branch in a market in Indiana. It was a small city, and there just wasn't a lot of professionals that worked in that city as a farm town. And so getting somebody who had that service and sales mindset, um, you know, it just, it was hard. It was, it was, it was a long process and I was getting pressure from my directors that were like, Hey, we got to, we got to open this branch. I mean, we have a commitment to that company. We got to get this thing going. And and so you, yeah, you're under like the gun to, okay, I guess I gotta, I gotta choose one. And, 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 and that's not a good situation, but um, I have been in that situation before and I have chosen the wrong hire, Mike. I made a mistake and it well, showed good. itself on day two, day two, she was training with one of my, the best, uh, one of, one of my top performers in the credit union. 
and and she was pushing back on some of the key things that that person was doing that was attributing to her success. And um, and and it was one of those conversations where my top performer comes in, closes the door, and says, "Hey, we got to talk about your new employee." And uh, and I totally did the, "Hey, we." I mean, it took us six months to find this person. They'll get better. Mike, they didn't get they didn't get better. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a terrible choice uh, to, to to not listen to my top performer on um, on her pushback. So. It, yeah. it's, it's important to kind of watch your new employee because they should be on the top of their game. They should be too, totally jacked. They just got a great job. Right. And and here's the opportunity that we have in this industry. Um, if they left their old organization or their old manager because they weren't bought into the mission, we we're in a not-for-profit cooperative that was built based on the member. I mean, if you can't find a way to motivate an employee on that, there's, uh, you know, Let's talk to your HR department. So I do want to end on two things. One, a couple of teasers for season three and exactly what can Service Star do when it comes to new new employee onboarding? Because there's a lot of robust solutions that we have specifically in the area of new, new hire onboarding. So let's start with the season three teasers. Um, Mike, Mike doesn't even know what we're going to talk about. So season three, uh, we have a what's in the box segment. So on the table behind me, there we go, uh, there will be a box. And in that box, there's going to be something. And we're going to describe it. We're going to talk about it. And then it's going to be up to uh, us at the end of the day to figure out what is in that box. I'm going to know what's in that box. Mike over here, over there, is not going to know what's in that box. So uh, so it'll be kind of a fun game that we can play on the podcast and, and still keep you guys engaged and listen to some of the things that we're doing here at Service Star. Uh, Mike, you've got some updates for 2021 as far as what we're doing at Service Star and, and specifically how it relates to new hire orientation, what we do already today. Yeah, well, um, one of the things that we're going to uh, we're introducing, and, and you guys are going to hear more about this in the coming days, is our Vertex Live nationwide course. So we're taking Vertex Live, where we usually do an entire credit management team, 10, 15, 20, 40 managers, and we go through our research-based credit-specific management training program that we've trained thousands of managers on with great success. Well, what we've done now with technology, now that we can live stream, and you can see how well we can live stream here, we're actually now allowing individual managers from around the nation to come together in a group of 25 to go through our Vertex Live class. So you can sign up yourself as an individual manager. You can uh, ask the credit union to sign you and some of your uh, peers up. But so it's not constrained to has a whole credit union committed to doing it. You can advance your own skills by being a part of our Service Star class. And so you can go onto our website, servicestarconsulting.com, and find out more about how to register yourself. It's an incredible course. We're able to do some things live stream that we're not able even to do live in person. And we're, we're going to have collaboration rooms and a, and a group project we're going to put people in. But you'll be together with managers from around the country peers, it's going to be really exciting. Our first one starts in March, and it's almost full. As a matter of fact, uh, two days into it, we're uh, two days into registration, we're almost full. But we are going to do another one again in the fall semester. We'll call it a semester. So uh, what are we onboarding? We're onboarding managers, and we're teaching you how to onboard employees, and we're teaching you all these management skills of delegation and team building and 
time management, leadership, and coaching that you need to be successful. And it's credit specific research based, so you'll love it. Uh, in addition to that, you know, we have pre-employment testing that we use to allow you to make sure you're finding the right person to bring into your team with regard to both their skills and their attributes and their characteristics. Uh, that's how I hired your man right there, right? That's how Scott got in. He did very, very well on our pre-employment testing. Also, we've got great behavioral interviewing questions to provide to you. We've actually, we work with HR teams on how to develop the new employee orientation process. We work with HRD groups on when do you train sales training? Everybody has the wrong idea about when do you put them through the sales and service training? And so we can give you the right advice there to assimilate them. So that is a part of our larger service star toolbox, but also that's a breakout for any credit union who says, hey, this, we just want to have you work with us on your new employee orientation. So Vertex Alive Nationwide is a great new product. Don't miss that. But specifically around new employee onboarding, we have about five or six tools that we can bring together in a very directed piece, very inexpensive, and help you make sure that you're bringing in the right people and orienting them the right way to do the job the right way. Thanks, Mike. This has been an episode of the Service Star Credit Union Leadership Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We talked about watching this in, this in addition to listening to this. So you can check out our live recording on our website, servicestarconsulting.com. Also, that's where you can find the resources we discussed, like hiring the right talent, bringing them in the right way of new hire orientation, and setting the right expectations up front of their success in your credit union in the future. You can go to the website under Our Solutions and see the Service Star Selling Solutions uh, and Service Star Member Experience Builder uh, that includes all of that for you there. So signing out, Scott Albrecht and Mike Neal. See you on the next episode of Season 3 of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast.